What is going on, everybody? Happy Sunday, happy Sunday, happy Sunday. I want to welcome everyone, whether you're tuning in for the first time to Sunday service or this is your 100th time tuning into Sunday service. We are super happy to have you here. Um, We're excited for the topic that we're going to be talking about tonight is going to be around generating real estate leads for your business. So uh, we, you know, we are going to be getting started here in just a minute. Um, Just wanted to make a couple quick, you know, announcements for anybody that, um, you know, maybe tuning in for the first time. Um, Again, happy Sunday. This is Sunday service. Uh, Pace and I, you know, do this every Sunday at 7 p.m. Arizona time. So depending on where you're at in the world, um, it's always at 7 p.m. Arizona time. So we're happy to have you here. And we are on Spotify and iTunes. So if you miss a Sunday service, you want to get caught back up, you could always hop over to iTunes or to Spotify. So, um, you know, happy to have everyone here tonight. I hope everyone is sticking to their commitments, um, you know, that they've made to themselves this year. You know, we're already two, almost two full months into the new year. I don't know about you guys, but time has been flying. It is pretty crazy. Um, just seeing how fast, um, you know, time has really went over these last couple of months here. So, um, I'm excited, you know, quarter one is almost over. So, um, welcome everybody. Um, curious to see, you know, where is everybody listening in from tonight? Looks like we have uh, Rocky here in Houston. What's up, Scott? Jacksonville, Florida. Looks like we have Jeff in SoCal. Happy Sunday, everybody. Let's see here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and dive right into the topic tonight. Pace just got back flying home from California. So he is in route and should be joining us here soon, but we are going to get rocking anyways. So tonight we're going to be talking about generating leads for your real estate business. And so, uh, you know, I know Pace is going to have, you know, some commentary on this, but I'm going to just give, you know, some, some basic foundational pieces here before we dive in, you know, into the topic of the evening. Um, and then I believe Pace has a couple of guests that we're going to be having come on here with us as well. Um, here we go. Pace is just texting me right now. Cool. All right. Pace is on his way. So in regards to generating leads, guys, um, you know, we, we are going to have a couple guests come on and talk a little bit later as, you know, Pace gets jumped into the live this evening. Um, but just at the, the foundational level, you know, when it comes to generating leads for your, for your real estate business, there's really only a couple different things that you're going to be doing. There is either the paid marketing that you're going to do to generate leads. You're going to spend money to bring in leads for your business. The secondary option to be able to generate leads, which is going to be the free lead generation, which I'm sure there's a lot of people on here that want to know how the heck do I get some free leads for my business. Um, So we will be talking about that tonight as well. Um, But here's the thing is, you know, uh, for those of you that, you know, if you're having trouble generating leads, the between, oh, yo, what up? What up, bro? Sorry about that. Just getting home. 
Oh, no, I figured and just wanted to get us started here. So I was just talking about the two two different types of ways to generate leads. You know, one being paid marketing, the other being free, free lead generation. And I hadn't even got into any details after that. So um, I have a really great question I want to answer tonight. Perfect. Let's do it. And what's, it has to do with this. Question? Okay. I saw um, it was for, on lead generation, so I figured. Yeah, I thought about this. Um, I think about this all the time. Okay, so a lot of people that are trying to get into this business, they're lacking a couple of things, right? They're lacking knowledge. They're lacking resources. They're lacking community. Um, they're lacking a path. And sometimes the path doesn't have to be you going out and getting the deals yourself and generating the leads. We get a lot of people that, guys, so many people. Um, Hiel, Cody's girlfriend, same thing. She jumped into our real estate business. She learned the ropes for a year. And then she went and built her own business. Um, we had Nick. I don't know if you know this, Cody, but Nick Newling and Bryce Herrera from our acquisition team from last year, they ended up becoming partners and now they're running their own real estate operation. A nice. lot of people will try and get into this business by generating their own leads and ultimately fail because they're lacking a system, a process, a community they're lacking resources, right? And so they're basically sitting on YouTube, consuming, 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 feeling overwhelmed, feeling um, the analysis paralysis, all of those types of things. Guys, if, if you're somebody that wants to just get started in this business, go work for somebody. Legit, go work for somebody else. It is the easiest way to get into this business. It is the, I'm going to say that again. It is the easiest way to get into this business is go work for another acquisition business. Okay. Cody and I own an acquisition business. There's a lot of people in the side chat that own acquisition businesses. And what do I mean by that? I mean, these people, and if you're one of the, the people um, that are in the side chat that own an acquisition business, these people are, make sure you tell people in the side chat, if you are, these people are out there spending money and resources and having partnership meetings and they have an office and they have a, a tremendous amount of um, resources that you can plug into. Now, here's where um, the, here's the negative side to that. The positive side is you can jump right into somebody else's business. You don't have to wonder what CRM should I use? What lead generation should I use? PropStream or batch leads? Some of you guys shouldn't be asking that question. Some people should just be working for somebody else for the first year and, you know, really getting that momentum built working for somebody else. I, the questions I get are always batch leads or prop stream. We use both guys. Um, how do I generate leads? Guys, sometimes the best way to generate a lead is just working for somebody else and getting your first deal. Okay. So um, check this out. So I get a gentleman asked me a question. Hey, Pace, God bless you and your beautiful family. I don't know if you're ever going to see this message. Guys, I do answer my Instagram messages. Almost 95% of them I answer myself. Um, I don't know if you're going to see this message, but if you do, I'm asking for some advice and some help. So I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I drive for Uber Eats, only putting wear and tear on my vehicle, which I knew from the get-go. It's not a new car, but it's my only car. I'm trying to figure out what to do and start making money because this is obviously not the way to go. I want to start wholesaling and doing creative finance. If you could help me, throw me some ideas. I know you have a lot of content and I do watch all of your content. If you do watch all of my content, then you should be watching this right now, which you probably aren't. 
Um, but I just get stuck on what to do in life. I don't have capital and I don't have a good credit. I'm 32 years old and I have a family as well. And I'm trying to be my own boss and do something I love every day. Guys, I'm t this is going to be some really hard, cold, hard facts. Some of you shouldn't be your own boss for a year. Think on that. Marinate on that for a second. Some of you should not be your own boss for the first year. You should go work for other people. Stop trying to do the guesswork. Stop trying to wonder whether you should. And a lot of the fear will go away of the analysis paralysis if you just go work for somebody else. Right? Like our, our, our disposition girl probably made $15,000 this month. Right? And our acquisition people have made as much as $20,000 in a month. They're not the owner of the business, but they're making as much money as an actual surgeon. You know, some surgeons make two hundred to $300,000 a year. You can make that working for somebody else's business. So when you constantly, would I hire myself? I wouldn't hire myself. I came out of the womb a boss. That's it. But some, some people are not all like that. Everybody's a little bit different. Go work for somebody else, okay? That's one of the greatest pieces of advice you'll ever hear if that is your personality. Some people's personality is, my wife doesn't support me, Pace. I, I'm working, I'm driving Uber. My family doesn't support me. Okay, then go work for somebody else and tell them you have a quote unquote job and go make $15,000 in a month being a, a great acquisition person. Don't tell them you're gonna go start your own business. Go work for someone else, okay? By the way, we have Har Harvey Martinez and Cole Black in this side. We are bringing them up on the chat. What's up, gentlemen? How you guys doing? Hey, awesome to be here. Yo, yo. What do you guys? What do you guys think about the advice of just going and working for somebody else for a short while? I think it's a great idea, especially if you don't have the resources and the knowledge um, to get your first deal. At least I know many of us. <clears throat> I know many of us are always in the hunt for the first deal at first, but uh, I think it's a great idea. Um, what about you, Cole? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's, if you can make the right connections, and I think in this group, you definitely can. Um, it's definitely easy to say, hey, let me call some people for you. Let me do this for you. And you teach me how to get rid of them. You know what I mean? I think yeah, one I mean, of the there's things... people, there's people like Cody and I that really for a long time had a hard time finding good acquisition people. Cody, what do you think is the hardest part of finding good acquisition people? Just off the top of your head. I mean, I would say people's commitment level, they want to just have their own business so bad that they just don't want to really commit to doing it. Um, you know, there is there's a book that I I've read it multiple times now, but I think it was in uh, T. Harv Eker's book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He talks about a story of getting into he called it getting into the corridor. And he's like, if you really want to learn a business or you really want to do a business, go work in a business, go work for that type of business that you want to start. And the story he told was he wanted, he thought he wanted to get into the pie business and, you know, built like have a, like a franchise pie store, I think it was. And he's like, I went and worked and he's like, I literally went and swept floors and, you know, worked the cashier at a pie, you know, baking company. And I learned the different things that were going on in there. 
And then it actually made me realize that I hated it so much that I would never want to own it. And the general manager there was showing me that they were barely making any money. So I'm like, maybe I don't want to do that. But that kind of always stuck with me as far as like not the lesson of like, yeah, get out of the thing you're trying, but to get into the corridor, not being scared to just go get involved with something that's already existing so that you can learn the things, be around the language that's being you know spoken about and just being around the environment. So you're just diving right into it versus you out here on YouTube University and just kind of, you know, squirrely figuring it out on your own. Love it. Um, okay. So a couple of things, I, guys, we didn't introduce uh, Harvey and Cole properly because I showed up a little bit late. I just landed in Phoenix from LA. Um, these are the two gentlemen that won the iPhone contest last week. And so we wanted to bring them on here and congratulate them and tell them that they're freaking badasses. Do you guys already have iPhones? Cole does. Yeah. I already know got, Cole does. I'm an Apple fan. He's an Apple fan. Okay. So Harvey, I'm going to give you an iPhone. Um, is, do you want an iPhone? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Because I will never do a deal with another green bubbler ever, ever again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will do deals with anybody. But um, Harvey, we'll get you an iPhone. We'll get you the most decked out one. Picked out, pick out whatever you want online. We'll get it over to, sent over to you. Sick. Cole, you already have an iPhone. I do. Do you, do you want another iPhone or do you want me to um, put money into your business? What do you want? Oh, well, option B. Here's what I'll do. This uh, this is is either A or B. Either A, I will get you an iPhone and you can give it away or sell it or do whatever you want with it. Or B, I will give you a two thousand dollar credit at startvirtual.com. Oh, wow, so you wow. can hire a cold caller. You can hire a texter. You can hire an admin assistant. You can hire whoever you want. You can hire an employee out of that business. Yeah, that's actually uh, where I was headed next. I just. Wholesale a couple deals this month, and that's what I was getting the money for. So that would well. There uh, you go. We're gonna we're gonna get, you'll end up getting probably two months out of a full time person out of that. Nice. Okay. Startvirtual.com yeah. is who we use for all of our cold calling and texting, and we Cody and I ended up investing in that business because we believed in it so much. So I'll give you a two thousand dollar credit over at Start Virtual. Is that cool? Yeah. Oh yeah. Way cool. Amazing. So you guys want to just hang out with us on the screen? Absolutely. Cool. I might refer to you guys a couple of times throughout. All right. Um, okay. But I, I, we wanted to bring you on here, number one, uh, because I want to congratulate you. Two, Harvey and Cole, if you guys don't mind in individually telling me, what do you guys need in your business beyond Cole? Obviously, we need to get you a full-time employee that's working for you. And the Filipinos are the best way to go. But beyond that, what do you need in your business? Um, well, you know, for me, I think I've, I've, I'm taking an extra step right now. I'm kind of kind of touch on the topic today is to work for someone else, right? Um I've uh, created a couple of posts. We actually got a couple, one sub two student doing our lead managing now. Uh, we reached out to a lot of you know newbies or people that are just starting out um, who need a little bit of guidance or just an extra push. Um, we've offered them you know a few lists. They're cold calling, generating leads for us. So we're um, we're at that stage, right? We you know we have cold calling, we have a little bit of marketing, we have the the systems in place. So we're willing to help others generate leads and you know help them close and take that deal to the to the finish line. Love it. Love it. Cole, what do you need in your business? That's a tough question because uh, the VA is going to fill a, a big part of the business that I really don't want to be doing. I don't want to well, be cold calling go. people. Well, there, then there's yeah. the answer to the question. We don't need anything new. We don't need new information. We already know what it is. Let's freaking roll with that. Um, all right. So here's something that's interesting. Here, here's what I'm thinking. Um, Cody, we're going to get into lead generation today, and I've got to ask you a question. So 
we're going to, I'm going to ask you to pull a list on batch leads sometime during this. So you might want to log into batch leads, maybe log into my account. If you want, if you, if okay. you know how to get in there. Um, you might have to send me your login. I'll, I'll mess with it. I'll text you if I can't get it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give it to you right now. I'm going to text it to you, I, but I want you to pull it. I have a new buyer that I'm excited about for you and I a buyer that will buy duplexes, fourplexes, sixplexes, and 18 plexes at full retail plus 20,000 bucks. Cash, not creative cash. Okay. So what I want to do is today I want to pull a list on batch leads of duplexes, fourplexes, and sixplexes in Maricopa County. And I want you and I to have a conversation about what that should look like. Should we give that list out and have people work those deals with us? Or should we go and implement that into our own cold calling with start virtual? And let's, we'll have that conversation based on what kind of data we can pull up. But today guys, we're talking about lead generation. Um, one of the greatest pieces of advice I can give you is you need to go and work for somewhere else, someone else. If you're having a hard time in this business, breaking in Cody's advice from T Harvecker, genius advice. Um, T Harvecker talks about what was it a pie? It was pie shop, is what you said, right? I think it was a pie shop. I could be wrong a little bit on the story, but that's the, that's the, the gist of the story. Okay, so when I got home from my mission, a lot of you guys don't know I'm a Mormon. I was a Mormon missionary from age 19 to 21. Lived in Korea for a couple of years, and the whole time I thought I was going to come home and be a doctor. Oh my gosh, if I could go back in a time machine and tell myself, hell no, you don't want to be a doctor. Oh my gosh, I would have saved so much of my life wasting it thinking of like, think people, this is what's funny about this. And I think I want to talk about this for about seven minutes is for the people that are in here that are just brand new trying to get into this business. You don't want to work for somebody because you want to quote unquote, be your own boss. And so going down that path, you're going to waste a year, two years, three years of your life trying to get into this business. Not everybody, right? Some people like you and me and probably a good 30% of the audience, you get it right away because you might have the right personality. You might have the resources. You might have the right mindset. You might have, um, you know, a, a buddy that's already in the business that gives you a leg up, you know, those types of things. And if you have that, great. But what about the other 70% of people that really are missing resources, a connection to somebody who's successful in the business, real solid know-how, a really good mentor that tells you step-by-step. Step. Like if you're missing those things, Sometimes the best thing to do is just get into the business, leverage somebody else's risk, right? So you don't have to have any risk. I come home from my mission. Check this out. I come home from my mission. I'm 21 years old and I go to work at a hospital because I thought I wanted to be a doctor. I start as a gurney man, right? Like I push gurneys. I'm pushing beds. So I'm, tra I'm a transporter is what they call it. So I started out. I didn't care what the, the wage was. Um, and I was there maybe like three or four days. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. I see all the doctors rolling around. They're like pulling up in their BMWs. I'm feeling good. Like, that's what I want. Ironically, I have enough money to buy any car I want and I still drive a Prius. But I thought at the time, like, wow, look at these ballers like driving up here in their BMWs. And three days into my job, one of the transport managers says, Pace, run down to the lab. We need you to grab something from a lab and chase it down to the other side of the hospital. I'm like, okay. So I run down to the lab and they hand me a, um, a Ziploc bag. Essentially it wasn't Ziploc. It was like obviously a little bit more secure because what was in that bag P was a vial of warm blood, warm blood. 
okay? Which means they just pulled it out of a human being and they wanted to run it all the way to the other side of the hospital. So I'm like, you, they're like, you got to get it down there. You got to get it down there. So I'm, I grab it. I'm holding it with both hands and I, I'm running essentially through the hospital and I turn the corner and I touch the vial and it's warm and it makes me pass out. And I drop the vial of blood. I pass out on the ground. I wake up in a gurney myself and they um, had the bag, the vial of blood smashed inside of the bag. That was the last time I ever worked at a hospital. <laughs> that was the last time I ever thought I could ever be a doctor. Dude, I don't know how you did that. I'm so squeamish. I like see, I th start thinking about blood and my hands start sweating. Like, <laughs> Right. So what I'm saying about this business is like get inside somebody else's business. Get inside, leverage their systems, their cold callers, their CRM, their computers, their office rent, right? Like it costs us just a lot of people that don't know this, but when you run an acquisition model, which means we cold call, we text, we do all the marketing, we get a hold of motivated sellers. Those motivated sellers are on the phone with us. We buy both cash and creative. We do fix and flip. We do all this stuff. Like just being in our office, just being there and having that business, probably our minimum amount of money that we spend is close to, like if you add up all the commissions and the rent and all the things, it's probably thirty-five dollars to $40,000 a month. So when you really want to get in this business, guys, sometimes the best thing to do is just go and work for somebody else. Now, Cody and I have a scaled operation. We have a lot of people working for us virtually, um, less people in the office than we used to have. We used to have eight acquisition guys working in the same office. It's not like that anymore. We've simplified our businesses. We've really, really figured things out, but we had to figure things out on our own. I didn't work for somebody else. I went and we did this on our own. Right. So Kev, look at Kevin Cho. He says, or work at their office. Kevin Cho does work inside of our office, which is great. So if you are somebody in the audience that has an acquisition business, which means you're generating leads, you are spending money, you have leads that you need somebody to call and follow up on, please make it known in the side chat. Okay. Because this gentleman, Anthony, that's what he should be doing. He should be driving Uber at nighttime right? And on weekends, and he should be calling leads for an acquisition business in the daytime. I, I just gave you a game plan. I, I just told 70% of you exactly what to go do. The problem is 100% of you think that you're the 30%. You all think that you should just be a boss from day one. Okay. So you got to figure out who are you and Facebook user, by the way, you said, I have leads that need called. I think you need an assistant to change your name from Facebook user to your real name. That's what you need right now. Let's help you out with that. Okay. So um, there you go. King and Cradle. I actually just hung out with them. King and Cradle, that's Crystal and her husband out of California. We invite bird dogs and wholesalers to work. Love it. Um, Pace, I remember you saying you have virtual acquisitions. How does that work? I feel like that would be a difficult thing to facilitate with someone overseas. Uh, Isaiah, here's the honest truth. People outside of America work 10 times harder, faster, cheaper than all of you guys in America. So all of your challenges with hiring Americans, we don't have those issues with Filipinos. They want to work. They actually want to work and they figure it out. Filipinos are not spoiled like all of us spoil rotten human beings in, in America. They want to work. And they're, I would say our average Filipino costs us one-fifth 
for those of you that are not great at math, that's 20%. That's 20% of what it costs us to have an American. But here's the other part of that equation. How much harder and more consistent does a Filipino work over an American, Cody? There's, I mean, very seldom do we have them say, ah, I, I don't feel good or my, I stubbed my pinky toe today, so I can't work the next two days. And this, I got this thing going on and, you know, I'm just having a hard time and you don't have those issues. It's I'm, I'm grateful to work. I want to be working. I, I want to be here. <laughs> they are consistent. And, the, and then the biggest part of it is this. Most of our American acquisition people write this down, right? As, as you're growing and scaling your business, most of your American acquisition people will not last past three to six months. And the reason why is because Americans are entitled. They get one deal done and they immediately want to go be their own boss. Whether they have the chops to do it or not, that's what happens. We've been doing this for years, guys. There, there's really very rarely a, an exception to that rule. The only exception to that rule is our virtual assistants from Start Virtual, they will be with us for years and years and years and years, and they just want a bump in pay every so often. And that bump in pay is like an extra 50 bucks a month, an extra 50 bucks a month, an extra 50 bucks a month. Whereas an American will go, okay, I made $15,000 this month. How do I just go build my own business and steal all your shit? And they do. They'll steal your American acquisition people will steal your private lenders. They'll steal your contractors. They'll steal every little piece of information that you have in your business. They'll steal your buyers. They will do that 1000% and they will justify it in their own mind because they're working so hard for you. So they, ju they justify stealing your shit. Now, am I salty about it? Yes, I am salty about it. And that's why I'm complaining about it. But the solution to our problem was hiring Filipinos. So 90% of our employees inside of our acquisition business are Filipinos. We have three American employees in our business and they're all based on, on um, commission. So if I were you and you want to go generate leads, the easiest way to get go and generate leads is what Cody and I are going to do right now. Cody, let's go to batchleads.io and let's pull a list and we'll tell people exactly how we're going to generate some leads. So now there's multiple it. ways to gener generate leads. Cody went down this road. Number one, easiest way to generate leads is let somebody else generate the leads and you become their acquisition person for their business. There's a lot of people in the side chat that are saying, hey, come work for us, 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 okay? Mike from Boulder, Colorado says, so Cody and Pace, the irony is that if I make the calls, um, I'm going to be more successful than 80% of Americans who won't make the calls. Um, no. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. That is the irony. So Mike, when you're the operator, right? And you're the person that cares and you're the person that spends the money and you're the person that is the business owner, 1000% when Pace is on the phone, deals get closed. There's no chance around it, okay? That is also another reason what happens in this business as people start getting leads, they start getting deals, they start getting checks, they wanna delegate and you delegate to an American and you go through about a two year process of like pulling out your hair and wondering what's wrong with your business of like, I'm a poor manager, I'm this, they're, they're literally doing 20% of what I was doing and I have three of them, what is wrong? You will run into that, right? And the toughest challenge is transitioning from you being the person on the phone all the time to you 
never being on the phone and marrying the idea that somebody else should be doing that job for you. Um, what you what got you to where you are will not get you to where you want to be. And you have to delegate at some point. You can't be involved in every little thing. So you are correct. When it was just Cody and I, when, literally when Cody and I were in his apartment utilizing cold callers and texters, the conversion rate on our leads were like one in 15 or one in 20 leads would turn into a contract. Then when you start hiring employees, it's like one in 50 or one in 60 leads turn into a contract. And that's the way it is. So you have a decision to make. Amplify your leads and keep your deal flow the same. Your cost per contract ends up being more expensive or be married to your business and not be able to do whatever you want whenever you want or create new businesses and new opportunities for yourself. And it, it, is, it is an interesting conversation to have for sure. Um, Enrique says, that's my problem. I'm trying to do everything alone and on my own. Save me. Enrique, I don't need to save you. That's why startvirtual.com is here. Um, here's what I'm going to do because today is all about lead generation. I'm going to give away one start virtual cold caller today to one lucky person in the crowd. Okay. We are, do Americans learn faster? <laughs> what? I don't even think there's that much of a difference on that. It's just the person. Wow. People are freaking horrible, man. Americans are, at least. Um, all right. Startvirtual.com. That's who we use for our cold calling, our text. A lot of people in the side chat also use Start Virtual. We have Medium Wave Dave here. He, I think he has eight virtual assistants from um, Start Virtual. Guys, we have 700 people watching right now on Sunday service. So thank you guys for all being here. We are going to give away a um, full-time employee to your business tonight for a whole month. Um, and what I want to see is who should we get, who should we give a virtual assistant away to? I'm going to mm -hmm. think about that for a minute. Let's pull up batchleads.io. Let's why don't we pull up some duplexes, fourplexes and sixplexes in Phoenix, Arizona and see what we can pull up today. Yeah. Let me know when you want me to share. Yeah. Pull it up and let's start going through it and creating the, the criteria. I want to, I want to point something out for people. I think that also when you're generating leads, Cody and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Cody, if you and I started a brand new business tomorrow in a brand new area, would we go generate leads first or would we go find a few buyers first? I mean, the networking piece first. I mean, I always think it's always the networking piece of finding some buyers because then you know what you're looking for. Because if you go into a market that you're marketing in a zip code that nobody buys in and you get a deal, it doesn't matter. You just have a deal that nobody wants. So right. I, I think not needing to have thousands of buyers, but having a few people that, that are buyers that can tell you which areas to kind of stay away from so you don't waste money in markets that don't make sense. Yeah, for me, I, I couldn't agree anymore. Um, I've got this challenge that's coming up here in the next, uh, what, July, right? And I'm going to be choosing one person that I will partner with for 30 days. I will take 30 days away from our businesses and go dedicate 30 days of my life to um, building a business with somebody in our audience, somebody on our, um, you know, in our world. How does somebody book a call with Start Virtual, by the way? Is there a Start different virtual. website now? No, startvirtual.com. It's all different. 
I don't even know where to go. Let's see. I have my screen shared, so I'm not. Yeah, go to screen share. Pull that up. Let's pull it. Go to start virtual and, and let's put this uh, the link in the side chat. Like if somebody wants to get on the phone and hire a virtual assistant, how do they get there? I'm an American, dude. I'm not going to read through everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see it. Book a free consultation today. That needs to be at the very top of the page, bro. Oh, it looks like they updated the website. Yeah, so scroll down. You see where it says right there, that book a free consultation today. Shouldn't that be at the very, very top of the page? Because you know how how visionaries like me ain't going to read shit and we ain't going to scroll down past that one page. For sure. Idiots. Stupid visionaries are dumb. There you go. Let's put that link in the side chat for people that are looking to hire virtual assistants to do their cold calling for them, to do their texting for them. Yeah, I'll drop it in there. Yeah, Myron says top right. Because I know that 480 number. Who would that even go to? Who's that going to? Uh, Sales team. Yeah. Um, Love it. Mario says, I am scheduled for March 1st and signed up yesterday. Her, uh, Perlina says, I won't read anything. Yeah, 100%. Visionaries ain't reading shit. So excited. Just started this. It's going to be amazing. Deanne says, I have not gotten my first deal yet. I think I might be more of an integrator and probably should start out by getting involved in somebody else's business. Smart idea. What are the opportunities for someone like me? Right now, I have no money, but a lot of time. How can I help? You can be a transaction coordinator. You can do lead. You can do appointment setting. Appointment setting does involve you calling sellers, but it doesn't mean you need to be the person negotiating and you know trying to get a seller into a contract. A lot of people are fearful of doing that, and it's not their natural tendency. For me, I'm natural at it, and I enjoy doing that. For other people, they're like, oh my gosh, I cringe if, with the thought of even negotiating with a seller, right? Um. Scott Barry says, what's your favorite unread book? Um, Myron, he says, I missed it. Who is that integrator? I'll pull it up for you, bro. She's in the Facebook group. That's the problem is some people are Deanne right there. It's on the front. It's on the screen. We've got 750 people watching right now. Thank you guys so much. Um, we have about 620 of those on my Facebook group, or I'm sorry, on uh, Pace Morby YouTube channel. And then a couple of YouTube, or I'm sorry, Cody's YouTube 620 of those are on my YouTube channel and then between two different Facebook groups. So if you guys are looking to connect, I hate to push you all to one YouTube channel, but the majority of people are on the Pace Morby YouTube channel, just FYI. We got 750 people watching between all the different streams. Um, it's, my gosh. Okay, so Cody, let's pull that back up. Let's talk about generating some leads. So- The reason why I'm saying duplex, fourplex, sixplex is because I found a new buyer. It's a buyer out of China that's looking to deploy a ton of capital here in multifamily, but they don't want to be completely annihilated by all the hedge funds that are overpaying for the bigger multifamily, like 32 units or larger. And so what they're doing is they're trying to stay in the smaller arena and they're willing to pay full, basically Zillow price plus 20,000 bucks. And so that's the key to this. Everybody... Pay attention to what I just said, okay? Listen to this. I'm going I'm to go full screen for just a second. Listen to me. When you're trying to wholesale or you're trying, when you're wholesaling a cash deal or you're wholesaling a creative finance deal, you need to find a buyer first. Don't be a dumbass. 
There's so many people out there. You guys are going on YouTube and you're just generating leads, but you don't have a, a you don't have a customer to sell that product to. That's what we're doing. We're, a wholesale contract is a product that we create. We have to sell that product to a fix and flipper or a buy and holder. That's your that's your buyer. Your buyer is your customer. So you're sitting over there creating a product, right? It'd be like me starting a Subway sandwich shop, but just making ham and cheese sandwiches all day long without somebody have already ordered it. Does that make a lot of sense? No, you wait for the customer to tell you what to make. That's how this business works. I'm not gonna go out and just assume that this is a good deal. I wait for the customer to order the ham and cheese sandwich and I make the ham and cheese sandwich. You guys, a lot of people are out there just creating ham and cheese sandwiches. And then when a customer comes in, they go, hey man, what's the what, what should I order? Well, I've already made a hundred ham and cheese sandwiches. Oh dude, I'm allergic to, to ham. I'm not into ham. Oh, so you're telling me these sandwiches I just spent all this time, energy, resources, and money on are not worth anything? Yeah, dude, give me a, tur give me a turkey and blah, blah, blah sandwich. Find the buyer first. Listen to me, you freaking knuckleheads that are out there just generating leads. Find the buyer first. I'm going to say it one more time because you're not listening to me and you will DM me in a month and you will say, Pace, I have a contract and it's not selling. Please help me. Go find the buyer first. <laughs> All right. Still, somebody won't listen to me, but that's okay. So Cody and I, we have a buyer that came in from China. They say, hey, I want to buy duplex, fourplexes, and sixplexes in Phoenix, Arizona. I will pay you $20,000 above retail. Go lock them up for me. Anything in Maricopa County, go lock them up for me. Okay? Isaiah just said it right. The contract is your product and the buyer is your customer. It's simple. Okay? Kelly says, I have buyers, but no leads. Well, we're going to show you how leads work. So, Cody, let's pull that up again. I'm so sorry. All right. Can you see my screen? I can't see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it looks great. Yard. Cool. Perfect. All right. Sweet. So uh, for everybody seeing this, maybe for the first time, this is batch leads. Um, we are going to pull a list like Pace was talking about of those multifamily, uh, that multifamily criteria. Um, and as I'm pulling this, the guys and gal at batch leads um, or hook, you know, hook everyone up at Sunday service. You know, if you use, if you do batchleads.io forward slash Pace, I believe you get 5,000 free records by using that code. So I'm going to go ahead and pull this up. Uh, for those of you that maybe haven't seen this before, I'm on the list search search section of Batch Leads. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pull up Maricopa County because that's where you know this buyer is comfortable buying. So we're going to just start with that. Hey, while he does that, I got I got a lot of people that say, "How do I find buyers?" Um, okay, so guys, I, I shared this a couple of weeks ago. Um, the link is right there. I'm putting a YouTube link in the side chat right now. There's a YouTube link. You can also go on YouTube and type in Pace Morby find buyers, and we walk through for 45 minutes and show you how to find buyers. Okay, Jerry Amazing. Norton has a decent way of finding them. I love Jerry. Great friend of mine. It's a slow way of finding buyers. It is the, the YouTube link I just gave you is the easiest way for you to go find buyers. Go 
to the YouTube link that I just put in the side chat. That's how you find buyers. Save it, make it a favorite, and go watch it after Sunday service. All right? C keep going, Cody. Sorry. No worries. So we're keeping it super simple. We're pulling up Maricopa County. All, all I did was I classified, you know, residential properties, and then I did the duplex, triplex, fourplex, and then I also, you know, dropped in, you know, five plus units um, as well, just to see what criteria we get here. Um, on MLS status, I'm just gonna, going to put no to, at best, avoid having anything that's already listed on the MLS. And then we will check out this list and see what we come up with here. I'm guessing less than 10,000. Yep, 7,900. So we got 7,913 properties that are probably in the criteria for this multifamily buyer, it sounds like, Pace. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to just save this. Whoops. I'm going to save these records so then we can go ahead and skip trace it and get all the phone numbers for these people. I'm just going to call it, uh, let's see, Maricopa. Max Jimenez is on YouTube with us. Wow, good to see you, Max. Everybody, we got 750 people on here today. Uh, Max Jimenez, tell everybody hello to Max Jimenez. Good to see you, brother. All right, so for those watching, that was it. I went on batchleads.io, Fortas Pace, went on the list search, pulled up Maricopa County because that's where the buyer that Pace is talking about is interested in buying. And then I just searched the uh, multifamily properties, the duplexes, the triplexes, the fourplexes. I searched those properties, made sure they weren't already listed on the MLS, um, you know, listed by an agent. And then I saved all of those properties, which was 7,913 properties. And now um, what's going to happen is you'll see here it says pending import. So this they're going to import into our batch leads account. And then the next step that we're going to take is actually to skip trace those records once those finish importing. So we will jump off the screen here while we wait for that import. And then we'll come back uh, once that import is done. And I'll show you guys how to actually skip trace those records. Wait, what? What are you doing? Did it cut out? Yeah, your screen share is gone. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I took it off because it's pending. It's gonna take probably like five minutes. It's, it's a decent amount of records, so it's pending the upload. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Um, we help new and aspiring wholesalers close their first deals and educate them along the way. Let's squat up and start closing deals. REI Revolution. Hey, Ari, everybody on here. I'm gonna give you guys a lesson in branding. Don't ever name your Instagram name, your YouTube name, your Facebook name as something after your company. People want to know who you are. Are you, uh, who, who are you? Please give us your real name. Giving your real name resonates way more than your company name. In fact, not many people in here even know what our company name is. <laughs> Nobody cares. People want to know you as an individual. I love that you're in here helping people, but they're not going to resonate and reach out to you as, as high of a rate as if you actually put your real name in here. If they knew your real name, the likelihood of them reaching out to you and squatting up with you goes way higher. 
So just a branding lesson for you guys that we've been doing this for years. Don't name yourself after your company name. Please don't. Um, what discount code do you use for batch skip tracing? What is our discount code? We use batchleads.io forward slash pace. And using that, you get the 5,000 free records and then you get discounted skip tracing as well. Yeah, Russian Eskimo. Who knows? I, I, bro, I've answered, we've answered, I don't know, a good 25 to 50 questions of yours on Wholesale Hotline. I still don't know your real name. So if I saw you at like a real estate meetup or I saw you in a, at an event or something along those lines, you'd come up to me and go, Pace, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. And I'd be like, who are you? I, I, I Believe me, like Myron and his wife, Carolyn, I know their names, right? Put your real name as your YouTube name, guys. I promise you for branding purposes, it makes a lot more sense, especially for the squatting up side of things. There he, there he goes. Gary says, I changed my name. Good job, Gary. Beautiful. Super smart. Um, okay, cool. Justin says, who's got a list in Dallas with over 100 skip trace leads? I got a VA we can cold call and JV on deals with. Cody, let's freaking let's freaking show people how easy it is to find 100 leads in Dallas in like two seconds. Let's pull a, for, a pre-foreclosure list in Dallas. All right. Let me share. Literally, guys, again. this is how easy it is. When people are like, I don't have leads. Watch how easy it is to generate leads. It is ridiculous. Let's time it. It's 7.47 p.m. right now. Pull me only foreclosure data in Dallas, Texas. All right. You got to give me okay. a sec because I had the other list already pending. So. All right. So we want Dallas, Texas. Uh, Jeffrey says, uh, Jeffrey says, are these leads already skip traced? No, Jeffrey. So what we do is we actually pull a list. Okay. A list is not skip traced. And then what we do is we actually then skip trace it immediately thereafter. So the list gets pulled, which Cody's right now going through batchleads.io forward slash pace for, for your um, discount. Okay. And then we will then skip trace them. And then we will hand those over to our cold callers at startvirtual.com. And our cold callers will then generate leads out of those. Those are not, a, they're not leads until somebody says, yeah, I'm open to a phone call or I'm open to a conversation about selling my house for cash or even terms. Okay. Um, Sandip, this is really interesting. Do you know how, do you, is Cody, is there ever such thing as a list um, that is not being hit up by 50 to a hundred other investors? No. Everybody, every list is being called. Pre-foreclosures are being reached out to. Tax delinquents are being reached out to. Code violations are being reached out to. Probate are being reached out to. Every single list you can think of are being reached out to. I mean, it's just everyone's going to be reached out to. There's no, that's that's just what it is, guys. Um, so Pace, real quick. Literally, all I had to do is type in Dallas up here, and then it already has a quick filter on uh on batch leads so you can just click on the filters down here and just get the, that list already how many foreclosures so, are there a thousand fifty let's pull the whole entire list and I'll, let's skip trace the whole list i'll pay for it and we'll give it away all right i got, got fourteen hundred dollars in my batch leads wallet let's just spend the money and give it away tonight all right how fast can one va call through a thousand foreclosures by the way uh tomorrow 
In one wait, Cody, are you serious? One day they can call through it one day? Yes. Tomorrow. <laughs> That's crazy. So how many times will you recycle through that list until you decide you're not gonna call on it for a little while? Yeah, so I mean general rule of thumb as far as just calling in general, guys, is if you have one person that's cold calling for you, whether it's an American or whether that's a virtual assistant in the Philippines or wherever they're at, generally, and, and if they're calling six to eight hours a day, you want to have five to 6,000 records of skip traced data for them. So what does that mean? So like we're, what we're talking about is we have 1,050 records here. So we're talking about 5,000 to 6,000 of those records. So if you have five to 6,000 skip traced, you have the phone numbers of those people it's going to typically take a week to be able to dial through all of those phone, all of those records of addresses and those people. And then what you're going to do is you want to recycle that data at least, at least four to six times before you, you know, trash that list because you're calling people at all different hours of the day. Some of them are just aren't answering because you're calling them at the wrong time. So you want to really work through and go deep on these lists that you're working. You don't want to just call through this list one time and say, oh, I didn't, you know, I only got a few leads the first time through. You got to recycle that for all the people that aren't answering so you can get in touch with those people. 750 people on Sunday service tonight. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you coming out, hanging out. I know this is free, but it doesn't mean you're not spending your time and your energy. So thank you so much. Um, I hate that I feel the need to ask this question, but you have experienced that a VA with an accent doesn't get as many live leads as somebody without. Yeah, 100%. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Listen to this. It will never change. This is not unique to me. It's not unique to my experience. This is 100% gospel truth. It will, In fact, it might be in the Old Testament somewhere if you read through it a couple of times. I promise you this is gospel truth. <laughs> no American you will ever hire, no expatriate you will ever hire out of Costa Rica will work <laughs> one-tenth as consistently as a Filipino. I'm going to say that one more time for you. For the people in the back row who are not really paying attention, pay attention to the me. Your American piece of shit cold callers will never be as consistent as a Filipino. It's it. That's it. We have tried it for years. They are all it ends up being is they're just thieves. They come into your business, they stay for two or three months, they learn how to run your business, and they run away. It's never been any different ever. I'm going to say that again. It's never been any different. And so at the end of the day, would I rather have somebody say, I have an accent? By the way, if you're asking that question, Stephanie, that means you probably haven't watched Zero to Hero Season 1, and you haven't watched Zero to Hero Season three, 2, and you haven't been in my sub-2 um, nightly dials where you hear our virtual assistant, Mara, making calls to sellers. Our, our Filipino they all started somewhere with no experience. Here's the thing. They're still here after a couple of years. One. Number two, they show up every single day, eight hours a day, and they actually make their calls. They don't complain. Americans do. They don't create excuses. Americans do. They don't try and steal your business. Americans do. It is, there is zero, zero, zero exception to that rule.
zero exception to that rule. So for me, would I rather have a Filipino that maybe has a little bit less of a success rate all day long? Because the, the, the reality is they generate way more leads. Do you know why? Because they actually work. An American consistency is never going to be consistent. I can tell you they're, they, they're picking up and dropping off their kids. They're showing up to work late. They come in whenever they want. They're working virtual because it's all about lifestyle and it's all about the things. Okay. And then you get a Filipino that literally in the Philippines, they will get a flood. It will, their entire island will flood and they are still making cold calls with their ankles deep in flood water in their home. And they're Am like, I it's lying, okay. Jordan? My wires are up through upstairs. So I just, you know, I figured I would clock in and it's all good and fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> there you go. So that is the difference. The difference is, yeah, a Filipino has an accent all day long, but guess what? I would rather hear a Filipino say I'm clocking in with an accent than hear an American say I'm sick one more time with an American accent. Which accent do you want to hear? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It is, it is truth. It is gospel truth. I have never seen it any different. I, we have been coaching and doing masterminds with people all over the country for years. It is zero, zero um, lies behind what I'm telling you. Okay. Jay saying, that's so true. My Philippines VAs are amazing. They bring me five to eight deals consistently. Witchley <laughs> says, damn, that's messed up. Yeah. For a while, honestly, um, Witchley, we thought it was us. We thought it was us for a year and a half, two years. We thought it was, let me say, say it again. We thought it was us. And then when we started relying on our Filipinos to do the cold calling and actually doing the acquisitions and closing, Mira has closed more deals for us as a Filipino with a flooded island with her ankles deep in water than any American ever will. And so we have a couple of Americans in our office they're nice. They're great. But guess what they want to do? They all want to just go start their own business. Do I have a problem with that? No, I don't. I'm just letting you know what the reality is. There is zero Americans that will ever work for you in your acquisition business that will ever stick with you long term. The personality that it requires to be an American acquisition person is the same personality profile of an entrepreneur. So what they all do, which is fine, is they come into your business and they say, how can I learn from you? The advantage for us is that like last week, I did more deals just by myself than my entire acquisition department did. We have a great system and a great process going that is not reliant on our American acquisition people. So if you guys start, okay, dude, obviously we're not talking about you. You are a business owner, Justa. You are a business owner. Please different, understand the context and what I'm talking about. The context is I'm saying acquisition people that come and work for you will never be consistent. I didn't say Americans in general. Actually, me too. I don't want a cold call. I'm a business owner. I want to scale my business. So at some point, I'm going to remove myself from my acquisition business. It's the same thing with you, just another. You will at some point not be the person dialing. 
you will have to leverage another human being to ultimately get, get to where you want to be. That's what it's called. That's what it's called being a business owner, leveraging other people so that they can have an opportunity that you created for them through your hard work and sacrifice for the first year of your business. Okay. When you go and hire people, you are going to hire an American because that's what you know. And you will go through two years of agony to find out what we are telling you right now for free. Okay. I've never seen an exception to this rule. And when somebody says, it's not like that for me, I go, great, let's get on a one-on-one. I'd like you to break your, your business down. Crickets. Crickets. Cody, did you get that stuff? Yeah. Just waiting, waiting on the, uh, the import to finish up. Yes, Stephanie. I'm very salty. Uh, salty also means experienced. Just FYI. I'm very experienced. I understand and see, just another thought, I was just talking about Americans in general. No, I'm not. Do you want to be a business owner or do you want to be a cold caller? Because if you're sitting there cold calling and closing all your deals, you are going to have a really hard time staying consistent in your business too. Because you will burn out. Being a cold caller will burn you out. Okay. Um, Joshua says, it's my first time on here, but I realize why this is called Sunday service because pace be preaching. Usually I'm not like this, but I just, this is something that we've gone through for years and years and years, and we're just experienced. We understand what this is. Um, Max Amena says, I could talk about this all day long. Max, do you disagree with me or do you agree with me? Would you rather have a Filipino calling, cold calling for you? Actually, what's funny is, and Max, he's a good friend of mine. Max's entire acquisition business from two years ago doesn't work for him anymore. They've gone off and built their own businesses. So to Max's credit, Max and Steve Trang have built other people amazing opportunities, but American acquisition people will take everything from you and go build their own business. And that's great. But in a regular world, right, in a regular business, most people come work for you for eight to 10 years before they go break away and do their own thing. But wholesaling and real estate is actually so absolutely simple that it doesn't take an acquisition person to doesn't take that much time for them to pick it up three, six, maybe nine months before they're sitting there saying, man, I'm doing all the hard work and they go start their own business. So Max's business is the same way. Okay. Max has Max and his partner, Steve Trang had amazing people, amazing people working for him. And they, guess what? Not one of them are around from two years ago. They all went off and built their own business. That's what happens. So either come to terms with it and understand that that's what this business is about or think I'm being salty. I'm trying to save you two years of your life. Okay. <laughs> Max. There, there you go. Max says, I agree with you hundred percent. I even have 12 VAs running operations on a high level. Okay. You guys want to scale and you want to make millions of dollars. It's not going to be built with Americans. I'm sorry. It will not be. You find me one at one company that's built entirely on Americans, I will show you, I will give you a list out 15 problems they're dealing with on a daily basis that they will never solve until they go to a Filipino, a Filipino cold caller. Cool. Cody, what do you got? Let's pull it up. Uh, let's see here. Oh, he says he'll text me when the, uh, the importing finishes. 
Um, yeah, so this is a really great point. Gregory says, look at the great resignation. Right now there's a huge labor shortage because so many people don't want to work and we don't know why. We do know why. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, which is fine. It's great. Our, our civilization has reached a point where the majority of people here are like, I want to be a business owner. I don't want to work for the man. I want to be the man. Great. Fine. Do that. Do all that. But that's not how it is in some of these other countries. They need more opportunity. And so that's what's also happening. People are talking about a labor shortage. Do you realize how many companies have been outsourcing their employee base to overseas for the last 20 or 30 years? Do you think it's going to accelerate or decelerate? It's going to go crazy. You go to McDonald's now and you like it's now to a point where you just push a button, a bunch of buttons and your order comes out legitimately Tech, you know, companies are like, people don't want to work. No problem. We'll create technology that doesn't require them. Not a problem. Oh, I don't, I can't find people to do entry level jobs. No problem. I'll just hire somebody from the Philippines. Lead generation, customer support, tech, tech support, all that kind of stuff is all being outsourced. And now it's getting to a point where transaction coordinating is being outsourced. Um, clerical stuff, bookkeeping, all of that stuff is being outsourced. And so more and more people are like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the inconsistency that comes with American workers. Now, is that everybody? No, it's not everybody. But it is a big problem in our society. It's a big problem. Go on YouTube and type in the great resignation. You'll learn a couple of things. Um, Johan says, I don't think it's not just an American thing. I think you're saying you don't, you think it's not just an American thing. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I do know that Cody and I own multiple businesses together and our number one problem is finding good people that want to consistently work every day. 100%. Um, Entry-level jobs don't pay enough. You're right. We all really do need to become entrepreneurs. Can't afford the cost of living otherwise. I agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not saying that... Every American should be a cold caller. What I'm saying is if you are trying to build your business on American cold callers, please understand what I'm saying, guys. If you are trying to build your business, your real estate business on American cold callers, you will fail. That's what I'm saying. Am I criticizing America? No. Am I criticizing American workers? Yes, I am. In the sense that they don't want to be employees. They want to work for themselves. Great. Let them go do that. I'm not criticizing that desire. I'm just saying that if you are trying to scale a business, what should you use is an overseas virtual assistant all day long. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, Michael says, um, my girlfriend is Filipino, but she doesn't want to help me. She would rather watch TV, but she was raised in America. Okay, then she's American. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Jose says, bro, there's a metaverse in the metaverse. There's a uh, McDonald's in the metaverse. You can order food online. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So 650 an hour, they have a history of locking up 10 deals a month. That's pretty cool. I think our virtual assistants are, they average about um, two to three deals a month. Each is a really good expect expectation. And we don't pay them 650. We pay them closer to $11 an hour. We pay our virtual assistants really well. Um, we want to make sure they're taken care of. Um, Johan says, yeah, I, I, um, it does make sense. Kishore, uh, Pathanjali says, can we move on to something more constructive instead? Um, Kishore, we are waiting for the, the records 
that I am constructively paying for from my constructive owned pocket to constructively give to the audience constructively for free. And as we constructively wait for those constructively free leads for you, we are filling in a little bit of conversation. I hope that that's constructive for you. <laughs> Legit. Like, even when you're giving things away for, for free. Sorry, my internet's going slow and it's inconvenient, everyone. For sorry, that it's inconvenient load. for you for us to show you how to generate leads and then for us to pay for those leads to get skip traced and then give them to you. By the way, last month we gave away a list and somebody made $255,000 on the list that we paid for out of our pocket. So I hope that that is constructive. <laughs> He will never come back to Sunday service ever again. All right, guys, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play around with you. If you if you want if you want the value of what we're trying to bring and years and years of our experience, and we're going to give you guys some nuggets. And I, I get 15 minutes where I can give you some hard lessons that took us a couple of years to learn. Then get on the same page. I'm not trying to be criti uh, critical of anybody. I'm just trying to save you a couple of years of your life. John Miller says Pace is he's a funny individual constructively. <laughs> All right. Here All right, go ahead, brother. What do we got? What do we got? All right. Uh, can you see the screen? Uh, yeah, I can. It looks good. So for for the sake of uh, the internet and the time on here, apologize everybody. Um, what I did is I just went over to our property section on batch leads. We were under the list search section and we just jumped over to the properties tab. Now all I'm doing is I'm pulling up the list that, uh, that we had pulled. And again, cause somebody is going to comment. I thought there was 7,000. Yes, there, there was, but it's still loading currently right now. So we're going to skip trace what we have. And right now, as far as everything that's uploaded, we have 2,500 of those. So I'm just going to go through the motion of it for those that are maybe seeing this for the first time and like, how the heck do I do this thing? So we're going to skip trace it. So I selected the properties that have uploaded. Again, these for those that may have just tuned in, we're pulling a list of duplex, triplexes, fourplexes in Maricopa County here in Arizona. There's the 2,526 we... properties are either duplexes, fourplexes, or sixplexes. Is that correct? Yep. Yes, sir. So okay. we're doing this because Pace has a buyer, a Chinese buyer that is willing to buy in Maricopa County properties at retail and above retail value. So we want to put our team and we want to you know, share this list with some people to work this database because of that opportunity with the buyer that we have. Okay. So let's so, skip trace those and get those into the list. And then what I'll do, uh, a couple of good questions in here. Tiffany says, when you recycle through the list, do you skip trace them each time you go through them, Cody? Uh, so I'm sorry. Ask the question again. I was reading something. On you, here. When you recycle the list, like you, you let go back to cold calling it again. Uh -huh. Do you re-skip trace them or did the original skip trace um, work out for you? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We're not re-skip tracing. When I'm saying we're recycling that list like four to six times, that means that you're getting on batch dialer or whatever calling system you're using, you're uploading those 5,000 to 6,000 records and you're dialing through those records one entire time. 
And then you're recycling the list for everybody that didn't answer the phone the first time around. And that five to 6,000 records might only be 4,000 now because some of those people that you called obviously answered the phone. So there's less to call. So you're then calling through that list again, but you already paid for the data. You already paid to skip trace it. So no, you don't need to skip trace those records again. Jose Jimenez says you got, um, he says, I got a lady looking to offload 235 doors in AZ. Jose, DM me on Instagram. Let's get on a phone call tomorrow. Tomorrow's my birthday. So I would love to get 235 houses under contract on my birthday. That'd be sick. That'd be a great birthday present. Um, let's see. There was a couple, there was a thing in here that was really interesting about the China thing. A lot of people have these interesting political beliefs. Um, I'm going to give you guys some, I'm going to, while I'm spicy as shiz right now, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of um, truth. Okay. Um, everybody that makes comments about the China, you, you can't even say that we have a Chinese buyer because then people come in here and have a criticism of that. Let me tell you guys something, whether you're Republican, Democrat, indifferent, independent, it doesn't matter. These politicians don't give a shit about you. Not one person in this side chat does any politician give a crap about? So when you guys have your beliefs in the Democrats, the Republicans, the independents, you're all wrong. All of these people hate you. They don't even care about you. They will never benefit or degrade your life. Live your life neutral. Stop caring about the politics. Go out and make money and take care of your own family and stop caring about politics. Stop. The second you stop caring caring about politics is when you listen to this, the second you stop caring about politics and caring about your own house is the day that you will make enough money to then actually make a change in politics. You with your stupid, silly little voting rights can never make a political change unless you have enough money and power. You and your opinion do not matter. Go and make money. It is a waste of your time. Democrats, whatever. I don't even know all the po political names. Stop with the crap and go take care of your own house. If you have any opinion about political stuff, good for you. Good for you. I would love to know one thing you have ever made a difference in. We are peons in the political system. The only way you can make a change if you truly believe in making a change, is making more money. Then you can make a change. So let's get to the money. Let's stop with the political stuff. Let's stop with the religious stuff because nobody cares about you except for yourself. I care about you. But the reality is I want to do deals with you. I want to make money with you. Okay, We all want to make money with each other. We want to do deals deals. So let's stop with the Chinese references. Let's stop with the Canadian and the American references. Who cares? They don't care about you. Let's go make some money. And if they are in China and they are a buyer, they are a Chinese buyer. So we will say they are a Chinese buyer because they are not local. Isn't that funny <laughs> that I got to be careful about where I say my buyers from? And then I got somebody criticizing where the buyers are coming from. It's the people who have the opinions about all this political stuff that their bank account has nothing in it. <laughs> Guys, let's grow up and constructively get back to good things. Okay, Cody. Um, uh, so go back to the other list. Let's go back to the foreclosure list in DFW. All right. All right. Let me, let me share my screen again. 
And Kaoli, um, good, really good guy. He made um, a, he had a question a little bit ago. He asked if us giving away a free list benefits us, like if there's in it, something in it for us. Um, guys, there is something in it for us. We want to buy deals from you. Um, the last four uh, sub two deals we bought outside of the state of Arizona were from people in this audience. We bought nearly $2 million of real estate because you guys sold us sub two deals. Okay. So yes, this benefits us. We want to buy real estate with you guys. We want to make money with you guys. So that's why we're here. We want to squad up and do deals. The main reason we run Sunday service is so we can do deals with each other. You get, Somebody made a comment a little bit ago. Why are we, Cody, why are we even pulling a Dallas um, foreclosure list? Because Was literally because somebody in the comments, somebody, ask? somebody literally in the comment section asked us to. <laughs> Yeah, actually, they didn't even, here's what's funny. They didn't even ask us to pull a list in DFW. What they did is they made a comment to somebody else in the side chat. We noticed it, and I go, let's spend some of our money on pulling a list and giving it away. Okay, it, the way, it, here's how it benefits us. As we are consistent and we show up here every single week for Sunday service, we will do more and more and more deals for multiple years, Okay. And, ooh, yeah, Irene, you, of course you can say, anybody that is a sub two student can say that Pace, Morby, Cody, Barton are your buyers. Absolutely. And if you are a sub two student, you get a not only a credibility email, but you get a proof of funds that has my actual bank account. So yes, we want you guys to do deals with us, please. All right. Um, Enrique says, Pace is spending money for us to make money. Absolutely. Can seller finance work in New Jersey? Yes, Geo. Um, seller finance, creative finance, sub two, novation agreements work in every single state. Absolutely every single state. Um, Aaron Cox says Dallas be about to be ringing off the hook tomorrow. That is true, um, but here's what we here's what we're going to do with this list. We are going to give this DFW list to the um, DFW sub two students. And what I want is, I know Carolyn and Myron are in the side chat. Carolyn and Myron, anybody else that's a sub two student in the side chat um, that is in DFW area, please make sure you put your contact information in the side chat because we're going to give you guys the list. And I want other, I want other non sub two students reaching out to you guys and helping you with the cold calling, the lead follow up, whatever you want to do. I want you guys creating pods of people rather than just individually calling these sellers all by yourself. Now, here's what I want you guys to do. We are going to pull a list of 2,500 records in Maricopa County. We've got my, our acquisition team is working on our own lead generation and our own stuff. Okay. So I'm not going to mess with them. What I'm thinking about on the duplexes, fourplexes, and sixplexes in Phoenix, Arizona is actually having the sub two students calling on the duplexes, fourplexes, and sixplexes, and working with me individually as a, literally, I will work the duplexes, fourplexes, and sixplexes with you, not my acquisition team, because they're busy doing their own thing. I don't want to deviate or pull them away from what they're doing. I want you guys, um, Gary says, can you do some in Atlanta? I, hey, bro, Gary, I know you're probably just new to this, but we pulled a list of 55,000 records in, D in Atlanta a couple of months ago. 55,000 records, okay? Literally 25 times more records than we're pulling right now, and we gave that list away. 55,000 records. Um, so come on to, come to my DMs. If you guys are interested in calling the sellers in um, 
Maricopa County for duplexes, fourplexes, and sixplexes. I will let you work with me one-on-one for those leads. We will not be working with any of my acquisition team. It will be Pace and you working on these deals together. Okay. Um, all right. Atlanta is money. We love Atlanta. We, we have two Airbnbs currently getting renovated there and we will be coming out to Atlanta probably in the next 30 days. Uh, sixplex is a commercial loan, right? Can you sub to those? Absolutely. You can sub to everything. In fact, I just sub to a new car, a 2021 Kia. I just took over sub to, I'm going to be making a YouTube video about it tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right, Cody. Um, can you create I, that? Can you put that list up? And then what we'll do is we'll start working that list with um, people out of my DMs. Yeah. Hey, so I, I, I want to know if I can work those fifty-five thousand leads. Okay. I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll resend that exact list to the Atlanta Sub Two students, and if you link in with the Atlanta Sub Two students, then you can work those leads with them. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to give out those. Uh, the multifamily records here in Arizona, whenever there's the, are they skip traced? Yep. They're ready. Okay. P put them on a Dropbox for me real quick. And then everybody that DMS me tonight, I will send you that list. Roger that. I like this. Federico says, stop watching the news, start writing your goals down three times a day. That's a lot. <laughs> I like the advice, but I think writing your goals down three times a day is Probably a little bit too much. I would say three times a week, maybe. Cody, how often do you go that. through your goals? I mean, I I plan my day before the day before, so I'm I'm looking at my goals and like what I'm working on every day. Usually the night before, like literally after this call, my plan is I'm gonna go grab my notebook and go through my plan for tomorrow, looking at what I'm trying to get accomplished this week. So every single day, typically before I go to bed, when I'm planning out my next day is when I'm doing that. But like a deeper dive is usually once a week, honestly, like on Sundays when I have like the creative energy and I'm not being poked by other people, I'm able to actually spend some time on that. So, I mean, every day looking at them weekly, you know, actually analyzing them a little bit deeper. Okay, cool. So here's what we're going to do. Um, good question here. Dorian said, this is the last question of the night, guys. I, I think this is going to lead into our next conversation for next week on Sunday service. We are going to bring in, um, we're going to talk all about cold callers and virtual assistants next Sunday. That's what we're going to focus on because um, we're going to be giving away one this week. So I'm not going to give one tonight. We're going to give one away inside our fr uh, free Facebook group. So go to facebook.com forward slash Creative Finance with Pace Morby Facebook group. We are going to announce um, a contest for a free cold caller, a free virtual assistant from startvirtual.com this week. And then the winner of that will come on this week. Cole Black and, um, Cole Black and uh, Harvey, please reach out to Kelly Hanno on our team. You guys already were communicating with her. Cole, tell her that I'm getting you um, $2,000 credit at startvirtual.com. And then Harvey, I will be sending you an iPhone. Just tell Kelly which one you want, okay? Thanks, guys. Um, so, Cody, will you answer this question for us? What's the cold caller's end game when they're tr calling leads and have a successful? Actually, let's answer the first one. What's the cold caller's end game? A cold caller's end job? game 
yeah, so essentially what a cold caller's end game is, what their goal is, is to establish if this is really a lead or not that you or somebody on your team wants to actually have a conversation with to, to further see if that could be converted into a contract. And how they do that, I mean, you could check out, I have videos going over this on my YouTube channel. Um, just type in Cody Barton, lead generation. I have a lot of videos on this. But essentially, they're looking for the four pillars um, somebody said it. Where is it at? Derek said this. The four pillars. The four pillars are motivation, condition, timeline, price. So when they're on the call, their end game is figuring out what their motivation is. They're figuring out what their timeline is. They're figuring out what the condition of the property is. And they're trying to figure out the price. That is the cold caller's end game is to establish that. And if those check out, that's a vetted lead that's then going to get passed over to whether it's you that's going to be then calling them or somebody on your acquisition team at that point. Aaron Acosta, go to, uh, we have a, a chat or we have a page. Uh, let's see. I think it's pacejmorby.com. I'm not sure what Kelly has it as pacejmorby or pacemorby.com. It's one of those two. Here it is. This is really simple. It's re somebody that with some graphic design chops needs to redo this. This is so bad. My and then the team is going to be like, it's not that bad. And this is, it's horrible. Okay. <laughs> right here, guys, whole assignment contract, foreclosure script, cold calling script, wholesale contract, water shutoff guide, comping sheet, settlement statement, ta taking seller photos, join the ebook waitlist, four pillars of a good deal, profit and loss te template, seller lead form, disposition checklist, uh, all cold calling text, cold texting script. Guys, these, these are cold calling script, foreclosure script, and cold texting script. I will send all this to you. We give these away for free. These are free on our website. Okay, there's the link right there. Hopefully that is helpful. Um, oh, James says they, they're all in the links below this video. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I didn't even know that, but thank you. Um, Ernie, I'm going to give you guys some heads up. I don't use, I'm not on my DMs and Facebook. I'm on my DMs and Instagram. Um, Instagram DMs are really easy for me to handle. So DM me on Instagram at Pace Morby and I'll get you guys hooked up. Um, Cody, next week, let's bring in, why don't we bring Matt in and we'll specifically talk about, because next week we'll give away a start virtual virtual assistant on um, Sunday service. Let's bring Matt Beard from startvirtual.com on here and we'll talk all about what does it look like to hire? How much does it cost? What does that look like? How many, where, how many leads do they go through? How fast? How to manage them? We'll go through all the questions around hiring a virtual assistant sometime or on next week's Sunday service. You cool with that, Cody? I'm down with it. Let's do it. All right, cool, guys. We, gave, we did an hour and 24 minutes on a 45-minute podcast. That means we went long and I know 20 minutes of it was me basically... Um, raving about how much I love American acquisition people. Um, we'll see you guys next week on Sunday service. Later. Peace. Uh -huh.